Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. This is Saturday, December 12, 2020. Welcome to Shrink Money Advice. I'm Hank. Listen, a couple things before we get started. This is a, I, I'm not sure if you're feeling the same way. Are you in a, I guess, a vaccine euphoria kind of feeling? Because finally here in Canada and the United States, that's starting to happen. We'll talk a bit about that at the end of this podcast. I want to start with an acronym that I developed and, uh, in, in, you know, blogged about it's on LinkedIn. I think I've talked about it before, but a way to give you structure when you're working from home or in the home or if you're a private business person who's totally self-regulated and self-directed, uh, but also if you're working for someone else in the home because there's a, there is a tendency, I would say, to because there's different structures you don't have the same sort of um, compliance issues perhaps it's it's it, you're, you're finding it hard to get motivated to do your best so let, let me go through the list and the term is wage w-a-g-e and each letter represents something you need to do this entire process will take about an hour or less per day if you want to be successful now Defining success, I've said, is to get everything you can out of yourself today, to do the best you can in your area of work or business, uh, as a family, as a husband-wife, partner, as a family member, as a mom or dad. And here's what I believe you need to do. W in wage stands for work ethic. Not surprisingly, it's the lead ingredient to success. You have to outwork everyone. Now, you have to outwork them doing the right things, but you still need to outwork them. So W is for work ethic. Uh, A in age is for affirmations. And this really has to do with your mindset. At wildflowerbeefarm.com, I created an affirmation video, actually, where people can watch a bee sort of flying around while I talk about different affirmations. And here's the most important one, a few of them that you need to remember. Life is not fair, but it is what you do with not fair that matters. Extremely important in business and life, obviously, to focus on what you can do when you're faced with a situation that you couldn't control. How you respond to that situation is totally under your control. Another affirmation has to do with realities of today. So some people will, will, will have been taught through coaching or these programs they take to make affirmations like, I am the strongest person in the world, or I will own this, or whatever the term may be. My suggestion for an affirmation is a truth statement. A truth statement about yourself 
that very rarely do you recognize, even though you know it's true. For example, here's one that works for a lot of you. If you really dig down and you look at what you've overcome in your life, I am strong, powerful, and in control because those are choices. Just as my first affirmation when I talked about, you know, it's how you deal with uh, life not being fair, what's handed to you, fits right in with I am strong, powerful, and in control. What I'm saying is every day you start your day with an affirmation such as that. Life's not fair. It's what you do with not fair that matters. It's what I do with not fair that matters. And I am strong, powerful, and in control. The G in, in wage is about setting a daily goal or two for yourself. I'm do, going to accomplish X, Y, or Z today. That's the goal. And the goal should be linked to a long-term goal. And finally, E, even though it's the last letter, I think, again, extremely important or wouldn't be here, is exercise. You have to engage in cardiovascular exercise seven days a week, at least for 10 minutes, hopefully up to 30 minutes, assuming a doctor says it's okay. Exercise is one of the key indicators of future success. So that's how you get wage. Every day should take you about an hour. should start your morning with exercise, followed by affirmations and goal settings. And within that goal setting uh, for the day, talk about your work ethic, what you're going to do today, what you're going to accomplish. And that will make up your wage acronym and your key to success. And that matters when you're looking at investments. And today we're going to talk about what's happening with the vaccine and also two, two uh, IPOs that sort of tell us we're in a bubble stage. If, if you look at the two companies, Airbnb and DoorDash, let's, let's look at them for a minute and, and look at what they are as businesses uh, and uh, what it maybe is telling us about what's happening out there. So Airbnb, as many of you know, is a service where uh, people who own extra rooms or buildings can go in and register their buildings and through that get people to rent them out by the day or the evening. Uh, Airbnb collects a percentage of that and also charges the renter, the person who's renting the room, uh, a service fee, which is quite significant. Airbnb's never made a profit. Basically, it's an app. It's an app where you go and you register. Now, I've worked on both ends. We, we have a a building, one of our buildings, the uh, Mountain House in Halifax, which is uh, linked on Airbnb, not available now for a long term. It's uh, rented, but it is. A, we've looked at that aspect because we've experienced it. We've also, as consumers, gone out and rented places and looked at that issue. The advantages of Airbnb, you know, you get background checks on people. Uh, they get background checks on the landlords, which is all great. Uh, but all of those are easily replaceable by software, so I'm not sure Airbnb really has a moat. Um, the percentages are also quite high of what people are paying. Um, the second, and so that IPO came out, and I forget how many billions of dollars, but it was ridiculous because it's never made a profit. DoorDash, another company, which basically is delivering uh, restaurant food to your house, DoorDash. Uh, really an app. Anybody can do it. Um, easily replaceable. Um, and, and the problem with DoorDash is somewhat similar to Airbnb are the logistical challenges of delivering. So DoorDash charges restaurants 30%, I believe, or more or less for the delivery service. Now think for a minute, if you owned a chain, say you were a pizza chain like Boston Pizza, and you had a 
obviously a pizza delivery service or a food delivery service because now apparently in Ontario, for example, alcohol can also be delivered through these services. If you had a logistical piece of software, let's say you ordered uh, dinner from uh, Boston Pizza and they also were connected to a number of other chains who logistically would look at the delivery and say, okay, you've ordered this meal from Boston Pizza Within five minutes, we will give you the total delivery charge because we're going to out to try to share the delivery for environmental reasons and for cost savings reasons with other food delivery opportunities. And let's say at the same time that you've ordered your dinner from Boston Pizza, your neighbor has ordered their dinner from a local restaurant. All of a sudden, and the restaurant's you know within a reasonable distance of the Boston Pizza kitchen, all of a sudden, that delivery person from Boston Pizza is also going to deliver to your neighbor the food from the other restaurant because logistically, the software told the center of shipping, just like trucks do this, truck dispatchers and other people do this, that it's, it's economical to do that. Now, I'm not sure if DoorDash is doing that yet. I doubt it because it would absolutely cut into the margins. But if you're Boston Pizza, this is incredible because you've cut your delivery cost in half. And if you're the other restaurant, you've cut your delivery cost by some, although Boston Pizza will probably charge you for that delivery of your food as well, obviously. So there's so many threats to these uh, companies, not to mention they've never made a profit, Airbnb and DoorDash. It kind of tells me that people are really looking for a place uh, to put funds or money. So be careful, talk to your financial advisors before you choose to dive into some of these IPOs. On another front, we talk about the vaccine. I think, to me, uh, when I look at the vaccine, what I think is going to happen and is happening today is there's, there's more and more enthusiasm, optimism, hope. And hope is a huge issue for mental health and, and also for investments. We have two to four months, however, of extreme pain coming our way. And I think that there's a, people have discounted that because everybody's focusing on four months from now. Right now, we have to look at what's happening. What's happening right now in the businesses that you invest in or the, um, the companies you own. So for the next two to four months, you have to ask the question, is there, going to, is there, is there a survival plan if there is zero revenue? Uh, I'm not sure people have looked at that. And, and I think it's something that you really do need to look at. The other part you need to look at when you have, say, a piece of real estate, or if you have an asset, a hard asset other than money, that's priced in dollars, the price of that asset, even though the number has gone up, the value has not. If you take the inflationary printing money mentality of the governments, if you had a property that was worth $200,000 10 years ago, and today it's worth $450,000, the question is, has that for, can you buy as much with that $450,000 as you could have bought with that $200,000 10 years ago? In most cases, the answer is no. So the price looks like it's gone way up, but it really hasn't. The value, and, and, and I did this on a couple properties that I looked at, and I looked at the price of it in gold as opposed to the price in dollars. And in fact, even though one property I looked at had gone from three hundred and fifty to eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, when I priced it in gold, the value had actually gone down. So look at all aspects when you're investing in real estate or stocks. And when there's a there's a surge, as we see not only on the stock exchange, which is a whole different set of fundamentals, but when you look at real estate, in many cases the the prices, the actual value has not increased. It's protected you somewhat from this inflation that seems to be almost invisible. 
I just heard, I just got off the treadmill, and that's, that's the E in my wage acronym. Um, I just heard that uh, money supply has gone up 25% in the United States and I think even more in Canada during the past year. So there, if you just take a look at any product or service, if you add 25% more of it, what happens to the value of that? And generally, the value goes down. You know, if suddenly there are 25% more rental properties, rents will drop. If there's 25% more gasoline suddenly flooding in the market, the price of hopefully gasoline will drop. So that's a really important thing to think about when you look at some of these inflated numbers. Uh, the other part is, you know, if you're sitting in a position where you're holding cash, you have to ask yourself if, if you have 500000 or two hundred or 100000 or whatever it may be in your retirement account or much more, and you have a GIC or some fixed sort of return, are you really even keeping up with inflation or the printing of money if you hang on to those dollars? A lot of interesting questions, and you're, you're going to have to sit down and really look at the the numbers, and that's when we talk about the wage acronym. To invest, you have to work at it. It's not simple. It's not like you just, you know, click a button and you're done. You have to work at it. You have to set affirmations. You have to set goals, and then you have to exercise to clear your brain and to be able to understand what it is you're doing. So I'm Hank from Shrink Money Advice. Make sure you have a look at wildflowerbeefarm.com. It's our our place where we're converting 50 acres back to nature, and it certainly fits with the you know, the whole person kind of approach to to the uh, setting goals and affirmations and being in touch with, with nature. We've got some interesting things going on, particularly with the recent announcements in Canada of uh, carbon tax uh, costs and also what's happening in the States with uh, President-elect Biden. You're going to see incredible pushes towards green energy. And we here on the Wildflower Bee Farm talked about that a long time ago, and we're, we're pushing for uh, a product I'll be talking about down the road, about how people can offset not just carbon, but other aspects of living. And uh, excited to talk about that. It's going to take about another month or two to have that all ready to go, and I, I look forward to speaking with you soon. You have an amazing week. Uh, hunker down. Looks like here in Ontario, I look out the window here, we've got some rain and snow coming. Uh, so it looks like summer's over, but we've we, we pushed it off for a long time. We're talking December 12th, and yesterday I think it went up to 10 degrees. So the bees were flying, and, and life is good. You take care. Have a good one. Talk soon. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 